Hello, welcome back to the Life Runners podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. You're enjoying the change of season as we kind of go into May. Obviously, May means uh, watch auctions. Last uh, time on the podcast, we discussed the Philips Geneva watch auction that is taking place um, on May 8th and 9th. Today, we're going to be covering another auction from the auction house Christie's. This is their rare watches auction that's going to be taking place on the 10th of May. They obviously have a wide range of watches that they're going to be auctioning here. Everything from modern to vintage and also a really great variety of brands. Um, What I really liked about it is they didn't just silo it to very, very expensive pieces. They also had some pretty interesting affordable pieces that I'd like to go over in this in this um, affordable in the relative sense of watches, I should say. But I'm going to be going over those as well in this podcast. If you are new to the Life on the Wrist podcast, be sure to subscribe. Um, and if you are new to Life on the Wrist in general, uh, be sure to check out our website, lifeontherist.com. You can also check us out on YouTube where we post most of our content, but you can also find us on our social medias as well, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. So going into the, Gene- uh, the uh, Christie's Rare Watches auction that's taking place on the 10th of May, I picked um, a couple of watches um, here. Um, I can count really quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have twelve watches that I'm gonna be going over, and I'll kind of put a link in. I'll put a link in the show notes as I did with the the Phillips auction. I'll put a link in the in the show notes for every single one of these lots that we talk about. Um, and interestingly, uh, I'm actually going to start with lot number one. This is a really really cool Patek Philippe Nautilus with um, center seconds, date, and it comes on a bracelet. This is the reference 3800. Um, It was manufactured in 2000 and has um, some very interesting kind of stylistic elements. When you think of the Nautilus, you think of a very sporty watch, but this one actually has Roman numerals, a date at three o'clock, and these sort of like um, sword hands to them. They're not not exactly swords, but I thought it was a different type of um, Nautilus that you're not gonna see very often. Um, this also reminds me of the, the Nautilus that was sold. It was a prototype of one of their watches that had a power reserve indicator, and it reminds me heavily of that watch as well. Um, this watch is running on the Caliber 330, automatic movement, super, super desirable. Everyone really, really loves it, um, and I think this is a, this is a great example. Um, it's estimated to go between 20 and 40,000 US dollars, I think, or excuse me, 20 and 40,000 Swiss francs. I think it'll probably go for somewhere in between there. Moving on to my second watch, and I think this second lot that I'm gonna be going over really shows the diversity in the watches that you can, you can, or is the diversity in the watches that are being sold at this rare watches auction by Christie's. And that is lot number 15. This is the Arma Pige pink gold, 18 karat pink gold limited edition open face quantum perpetual calendar with a keyless lever and it has a, a moon phase leap year indications, and it has this really cool manufacturer, Automa um, Pige uh, uh, chain that it comes on. The reference for this watch, um, it's a pocket watch. Um, it is the reference 25728, and it was manufactured in 1992. Uh, 1992. This is number three. Um, this piece was only produced in 20 pieces, so an exceptionally rare piece. And boy, is it absolutely beautiful. You have this incredible dial where this perpetual calendar um, is, is situated, a beautiful moon phase at six o'clock. Um, and I, for me, I just have fallen in love with how the case 
obviously takes its inspiration from the Audemars Piguet or Royal Oak. Um, you can see very similar case design, and you basically just take the the um, sort of the porthole, take away the rest of the watch case, and that's what you've got here. Limited to 20 pieces, it's estimated to go between 18 and 25,000 Swiss francs. I actually think it's gonna go for more. Pocket watches have become extremely popular within watch collecting because of how, relatively speaking, affordable they are compared to wrist watches, and I think this is gonna be a real, um, a real winner um, at, at this auction. Moving forward, I'm gonna move on to lot number 38. This is kind of a little bit more on the modern side of things. This is a very, very rare platinum perpetual calendar chronograph from Patek Philippe, it's the reference 5970P. Absolutely incredible, all original, um, has box papers, you name it. It was sold in, it was manufactured in 2010. Um, this is like the perfect example of this piece and only, I think um, it's, I believe um, less than 500 pieces were produced in, in platinum um, of this watch. And so exceptionally rare, exceptionally de desirable. 5970 is arguably one of the best watches ever, ever manufactured and sold by Patek Philippe. All collectors love it. Um, so a really desirable watch. It's estimated to go between 150 and 250,000 Swiss francs. I believe it will go for more than that. Also, I just absolutely love the black dial. Uh, black dial and, and platinum looks looks incredible. Moving forward to uh, one of my absolute favorites. This is on the modern side of things, but this is a Vacheron Constantin um, cushion form triple calendar watch in pink gold. This is the Toledo um, or Chocolatone as it's nicknamed. Um, it's the reference 47300. This is a watch that for me was one of the first watches um, that, I, that I saw and fell in love with with, with Vacheron Constantin. I've, I, I've reacted to the video where I first saw this watch and, and or I guess the vintage version of this watch and I really fell in love with it. This Toledo is, is part of their historique uh, line and so you've got um, a lot of great heritage here. It just looks beautiful. Um, extremely well um, design case you've got the the day of the week and the month in little um windows towards 12 o'clock um or i guess above the the center pinion where your hours and minutes ends and then you've got the date a date tracked around the uh, around the dial um it is like i said one of my absolute favorite watches um and uh i i'm super excited to to see this one it's estimated to go between 14 and 18 thousand swiss francs I think we'll probably go for somewhere in, in between there. All right, moving forward to lot number 62. This is an absolutely incredible vintage pocket watch from Patek Philippe. This is the reference 880-1. Um, it was manufactured in 1972. This is an extremely rare, rare 18 karat gold open face minute repeater petrol calendar keyless lever with moon phase, four year, um, cycle indication, 24 hour indication, and equation of time. What makes this even more special is that it's signed, signed by the retailer, retailer called Bayer. Bayer is a, ret a watch retailer that is located in Zurich, um, and um, this is just an absolutely phenomenal watch. Manufactured in 1974, it comes with paperwork indicating that it was sold on April 28th, 1980, so four years, uh, excuse me, six years difference there. Um, but uh, an absolutely incredible example of what Patek Philippe can, can produce. It's also very well, well preserved. 
um, and being signed by a retailer is going to make it that much more desirable. Um, it's estimated to go between 20, uh, 75 and 110,000 Swiss francs. I actually think it might break through that 110,000 uh, Swiss franc barrier. Um, it was signed by a retailer, um, fairly rare. Um, I don't believe many of these were, were produced, um, but a, a phenomenal looking pocket watch. And like I said, I think that there are, there are pocket watches are kind of coming into their own, I think a little bit more, um, which is exciting to see. All right, now we're gonna move on to a lot that I am so, so excited about. This is lot number 83. This is a Jeglecoultre 18 karat gold um, memo vox with sweeping seconds and a date at three o'clock. This is, um, I've, I've created a video where I talk about this. This is the, cal or I guess, um, memo voxes in general, but this is a the caliber 825 uh, movement that is beating in this watch. Um, I've made videos about the the JLC um, memo boxes. I believe these watches to be some of the best value that you can possibly find in vintage watch collecting. Um, these are affordable. It's a very difficult complication. It's a unique complication, um, and I think that's really why I absolutely love it. it. It actually comes with its original box and paperwork, which is cool too, or I guess with a certificate. Um, it's estimated to go between 1,800 and 3,500 Swiss francs. This is an example of a watch that I think um, any any collector, if you are if you are a new collector and you want to experience what it's like to purchase something at auction, this is a watch that you should be looking to bid on. Um, this is a great price range if you're just getting into vintage watches. The Memovox, like I said, I believe to be some of the best value in vintage watches. Like I said, I've done a video where I talk about that, and it's really, it's one of my, it's one of Life on the Wrist's better videos. Um, you know, the, a lot of people really love that one. Um, but this is this is a relatively affordable vintage watch that you can have the opportunity to bid on from 1961. Um, and I think it's important if you are getting into to to watch collecting that you do experience the auction side of things because it is a very very big big part of it. So lot number 83, I think it's one of the one of my favorite favorite lots that they have. All right, uh, moving forward, lot number 112. We're looking at a Patek Philippe uh, reference 130. This is an 18 karat gold chronograph manufactured in 1956. This watch um, for me is um, my ideal vintage chronograph. It is an 18 karat gold watch, 34 millimeters in diameter, so smaller on the wrist. Manufactured in 1956, sold in 1959. Manufactured in limited quantity, so you've got only um, approximately 850 that were produced of this watch. The Patek Philippe Manual 1 Caliber 13. Um, this is literally the definition of a uh, vintage chronograph, and, and I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm super excited uh, to see what this goes for. It's estimated to go between 30 and 50,000 Swiss francs. I think that's probably right given its, given the um, heritage of this watch and also <clears throat> just the, the, the smaller case size. Um, moving forward, we're going to look at lot number 136. This is a, um, a Rolex reference 6062, and this is obviously a watch that has gotten a lot of momentum over the past couple years. This is a um, <clears throat> 18 karat gold triple calendar moon phase watch. Um, it has a service dial, um, and it was manufactured in 1953. Um, 
The watch itself comes with the caliber 934NA, automatic movement from Rolex. Um, it does have a service style. It was manufactured in 1951, sold in, um, or excuse me, it has two uh, chronometer certifications, one from 1951, the other from 1954. It does have a service style, which might um, change some what, what some people um, think about this watch. Um, but the 6062 is obviously a watch that is incredibly desired by, by vintage watch lovers. Um, the way that the gold case is kind of aged is also really beautiful. It does, you can see some of that age kind of coming up on, on this watch. Um, and they're, like complicated Rolex is not something you're gonna come across every single day, you know? And I think that's what this this um, this really um, really displays. And that's why I think vintage Rolex is, is on this side of things is very, very cool. It's estimated to go between 60 and 120,000 Swiss francs. I think it'll probably go somewhere in between there. The next thing I wanted to do was something a little bit different, still on that pocket watch side of things. This is um, the uh, this is a watch from, um, from Louis Bertou. It's the number 2370. It's an extremely um, rare and early version of an 18 karat gold open. Uh, face pocket uh, chronometer. Uh, this watch is signed by uh, Louis Bertou, who's a famous watchmaker. Um, this watch itself is a, a, an absolute work of art. Um, it's it's uh, it's basically a a uh, a, uh, a chronometer. It's an open face chronometer with a. Um, a really incredible complication to it. I really love how the um, case integrates with the um, with the uh, with the uh, I guess where the crown uh, would technically be, kind of where you can hang a chain from it. I think it's quite quite high up on on that. Um, the watch itself uh, is estimated to go between thirty and sixty thousand Swiss francs. I don't really know where this is going to go. I don't really follow. I I, I don't follow um, a lot of uh, Louis Bertou, Louis Bertou um, auctions, and so I'm not really sure um, what to expect from this watch. However, it is rare, um, and and so that's that's probably going to have um, have something to to, to do with it. Um, moving forward, I, I definitely have a bias towards chronographs because the next one I have is a lot number two two hundred and six. This is an extremely beautiful Vacheron Constantin, reference 4072. This is a stainless steel and 18 karat gold, 18 karat pink gold chronograph watch. It is a sandwich of these two. So you have a stainless steel. You can see when you look at the face of this watch, or on the, the dial side of this watch, you see stainless steel lugs, and then around the sort of outside of the, the actual dial of the watch, you have this really beautiful pink gold. Um, which uh, it just looks phenomenal. Pink gold is, is crazy. The the combination of pink gold and stainless steel is an interesting one. Um, I don't really know what I feel about it, if I'm honest, when you, when you look at this watch. It was manufactured in 1940, um, running off the caliber 40, uh, 492. It's a 35 millimeter chronograph, so again, fits my wrist perfectly. Um, it's estimated to go between 28 and 46,000 Swiss francs. Uh, somewhere in between there, I think, is probably probably accurate. Um, it's a beautiful watch, absolutely phenomenal, uh, as I say about all, all of these vintage chronographs. 
right, the penultimate that I wanted to talk about was um, a, a, an extremely rare and extremely important um, watch, uh, only made in 58 examples in this case metal. It's a pink gold 1518 um, from Patek Philippe, retailed by Sepico y Leno. Um, it is from 1951, um, and it was sold, well, manufactured in 1951, sold in 1953, and um, like I said, only 58 examples. Uh, runs off the caliber 13, like the other chronograph that we looked at during this um, during this podcast. Um, and I, I, there's not much more I can really say about a 1518. It's a 35 millimeter perpetual calendar chronograph with moon phase and tachymeter dial, uh, tachometer dial. Um, the 1518 is considered one of the best perpetual calendar chronographs um, ever manufactured by Patek Philippe. Um, to have it in pink gold is even more special. The reason why I picked this one as well is because the pink gold of this watch has really it's really kind of showing its age. You can see around the outside of the of this of the sort of dial of this watch this kind of different um, different pink gold color that is different than the what the the pink gold color that you see on the lugs of this watch. And obviously just aging of this watch is just a little bit different, you know. Um, but I think it tells a story, and I think that's what makes it really, really special. One thing about this watch, it does have an engraving on the case back of this watch, um, which, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, well, unfortunate. This tells a story about the person who used to wear this watch, right? The person who wore this watch decided to mark this watch with, with, with their inscription, and so that obviously has um, has meaning to them, right? Um, from the resale perspective, it's you know we'll have to see what what ends up happening. It's estimated to go between four hundred fifty thousand and nine hundred thousand Swiss francs. We'll have to see what ends up happening with this. But I know just from my personal experience that sometimes when there is inscriptions, personalized inscriptions on watches, it does make it a little bit difficult to to sell. Um, However, if it has provenance and people enjoy the story that the person, the, the, the original owner had with this watch, um, you know, that, uh, that could add value here. So I'm not going to pass judgment on, on this, uh, on this uh, kind of estimate. All right, and then the last uh, lot I wanted to talk about was lot number 200, uh, 230. This is uh, an absolutely beautiful um Complicated watch from Patek Philippe. This is an 18 18 karat white gold automatic minute repeater perpetual calendar with moon phase This is the reference uh, 3974 it has moon phase 24 hours leap year indicators day night indicators and it comes with its original box What's even more incredible about this watch is when you turn it over you see this absolutely beautifully finished manufactured everything you can think of uh, movement this is the caliber R 27 Q from Patek, uh, Patek Philippe. It's a 36 millimeter watch um, and obviously when you turn it over, you see this absolutely beautifully uh, produced movement with the minute repeater hammers. You have a micro rotor on this watch, which makes it even more cool. Um, and what's even more interesting is there were less than 12 pieces made in white gold of this watch. It comes from 1991, manufactured in 1991, sold in 1992. Um, it's a phenomenal watch. It's a complicated watch. It might not be for everyone, but I had to include a minute repeater in this, and I think this is the perfect one to, to include. 
It's estimated to go between 550 and 900,000 Swiss francs. I think this estimate is probably accurate. So those are my picks. Those are my picks from uh, the Christie's Rare Watch auction. Let me know which one you enjoyed the most. Let me know what um, lots you were looking forward to. Um, love to hear your thoughts on that. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, this auction is taking place on May 10th, and so be sure to tune in um, so you can enjoy um, some of these watches, maybe bid on some of them. That JLC uh, memo box is going to be super exciting. Um, I think it's going to bring in a lot of different different collectors. So lot number 83 if you're interested. Um, if you are new to this podcast, be sure to, be sure to hit that, that um, subscribe button or follow this podcast along. If you wouldn't mind rating this podcast, that really does help us out. And share it with your friends. Share it with people who are interested in watches because that's literally all we talk about here. If you haven't checked out our website, be sure to check us out there. There are links in the show notes to all of the watches that we're, we talked about in this podcast, plus to our website, to our YouTube channel, and all of our social medias. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and until next time.